Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Social Confidence by Teens for Teens. Recently, I've been getting a lot into creating content on social confidence for teenagers. Social confidence is something that I'm deeply passionate about. It's something, a skill that I've been able to develop and practice and learn a lot about over the past few years. And tonight I wanted to share with you guys the story of why it means so much to me and why I want to share it with all of you. The story starts back in 2011. My family, I'm the second oldest of them. We were four boys. We moved down from Highland, Utah to Panajachel, Guatemala. Guatemala is just south of Mexico. It was a five-day drive from Highland to Panajachel. And the entire drive, my brothers and I, we were so excited to be moving to another country, to be moving abroad. We got down here and it was just paradise. We loved it. After the first few weeks, though, the vacation feeling kind of wore off. We didn't speak any Spanish. We were struggling in school because of that reason. We were the only Americans in town. And so we didn't really have anyone to hang out with or to talk to. I remember specifically one time walking into our kitchen, just tired, struggling, doing the homework that day. Uh, I was all in Spanish and I was just struggling. I walked into the kitchen to get a drink of water. I remember specifically stepping on the little tile in our kitchen, kitchen floor that was loose, that would always rattle every time you stepped on it. I'm here walking in and just being so frustrated. The fact that I couldn't speak Spanish, it was just coming so slowly. No one wanted to talk to me. Whenever I tried to talk to people at school, they would just laugh at me and ignore me. I was just so frustrated, so done. And then after that, I remember drinking the glass of water when my mom walked in and said, hey, have you heard? And I was like, no, what? And she told me that there's this another family, the Denning family, moving from Utah near where we were down to Panajachel. We were so excited to have another family moving down to come and be with us. We were so excited. They were only going to be here for two weeks. but We were like, okay, this is going to be great. We're going to have some amazing, amazing experiences with them. And they came down and it was exactly everything we'd, we'd hoped for. We instantly hit off with them and we became like best friends in the next few weeks. They ended up staying for a lot longer. They almost stayed for a year and a half. And at that time, we came super, super close with them. When, after a few months of them living in the same town as us, some more families started to come down. And these other families would only stay for a few weeks at a time. But each time we would get so excited and I would get so excited to be meeting new people. And then when they came and we actually got to meet them, I was so shy. I would freak out and I would barely be able to talk to any of them. And then the other, my, my siblings and this other family where they'd all be having a blast and I'd just be sitting in the corner too shy to do anything because I was I had just thought overthought it too much and I would freak out anytime there was any social interaction outside of my close little bubble of friends. And I hated that feeling. I hated sitting out on, on the outskirts and watching everyone else have fun. I, I couldn't help, I felt that something was wrong with me, that I wasn't, I should be more outgoing. I should be more... I should be more popular. I should be more, more fun to be around. And I was so, so upset with myself that, uh, that I just gave up. I didn't even try to make new friends. Then these families would come, they'd stay for a few weeks and then they'd leave. And I just thought, why even try in the first place? Why try to make friends when for me, I just can't, it's just not for me. So it was, it was a really hard time for me because watching all of my all of my brothers and all of my friends making new friends and having these amazing experiences that I couldn't have. A lot of the time I would try, I would try to talk to my parents about it. I try to talk to people about it 
And I'd always just tell them, I want to have more friends. I want to have more fun. I don't feel happy because of that. And they were like, okay, well then, you know, we can have more friends. We'll bring down more people. But it wasn't really that. That wasn't what I was, that wasn't my desires. I was really wanting to just feel loved. I wanted to feel worthy. I wanted to feel wanted. I wanted to feel validated. A lot of the times I had, I had struggles talking to people just because I was afraid that they were going to laugh at me. Even, even though I w- I'd never met them before, I was afraid that they were going to judge me. And I didn't want that. I was terrified of that. And so I just stopped trying. Now, back in Utah, I, in my second grade class, I was known as the social butterfly. I was known as the cool kid. I was the confident kid. Everyone loved to be around me. And even then, I still, I still struggled then with being a little bit insecure, being shy. I was afraid to talk to new people. But luckily, I had enough friends in that, in, in Utah where it was it was fairly easy for me to be outside of my shell and so moving moving outside of my comfort zone was extremely painful and extremely scary for me and so i almost completely shut down making new friends i just gave up on that now eventually people stopped coming the denning family left and it was just us back in panahachel we i had no friends no one else was coming and I was just, I was upset. Couldn't, I couldn't make friends fast enough for them to actually mean something before they left Guatemala. Now, during this time, I was doing a lot of, a lot of thinking. I was nine years old, almost 10. I was just, why, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? And one day I just kind of had the realization, I had the epiphany that I need to make friends faster. That's what it boiled down to. It wasn't, I need to change myself. It's just, if I had enough time, I could become friends with somebody. I just needed to make friends faster. So that was that was kind of the aha moment for me. I needed to make friends faster. No one can do this for me. Often I would I would kind of take advantage of my older brother's relationships with them and I would just kind of tag along with my older brother whenever he went and hung out. And so by default, I was just around them a lot and they kind of got to know me and I got to know them without me actually doing any work. But then when it came down to it, I didn't really have a connection with them. I was I was, they had the connection with me just because I was the little brother of the other guy, of the cool guy. And so I would kind of take advantage of that, but I didn't really feel satisfied. I wasn't, I wasn't getting that actual connection that I needed. So I had the, the second realization I kind of had in that moment was no one can do this for me. I can't just take advantage of other people's relationships and other people's friendships. I need to do it for myself. The third realization I had and this is over a period of a few weeks of a lot of thinking, a lot of soul searching. But the third epiphany I had was nothing is going to change until I do. I can stay like this forever, complaining and upset about it, or I can change. The situation isn't going to change. I need to change. After having those epiphanies, my mind totally exploded. I was like, okay, I need to figure out how I can do this. I need to make a plan. So I went back and did the one thing I love to do. I love to read. I still do. I read dozens of books a year. So then I was just like, okay, I'm going to go read some books. I'm going to go study. I'm going to go figure out what it is that I need to do to make more friends. So I went back to my house. Um, I remember I was, I was on a walk when that last epiphany kind of hit me. I was a walk uh, out behind our house in the, in the forest. So I went back to the house. I started going through all our library. We had several bookshelves. Um, we all like to read a lot. So I started going through the bookshelves, looking for books. And I found a few books, pulled them off the shelf, and went back to my bed. And I pretty much shut myself in my room for the next few days, just reading and devouring these books. Um, one of the books I remember was Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. 
which is not a nine-year-old book. Um, I was nine, year old, nine years old and I was devouring that book. I read As a Man Thinketh. Most of these books didn't really have anything to do with relationships. I just felt that I needed to improve myself to the point where I can make friends. And so that's where I was going with. So I started to read all these books. Eventually, we didn't our, our uh, library wasn't that extensive. So I got to the point where all of the books that I felt could help me, I'd already read. I'd already devoured. So I got and got to the point where I've got no more. I didn't really have any more books that I could read. I didn't have any more to study. So I was like, okay, I got to come up with a new plan. I've studied as much as I can. I need to come up with a new plan. I need to meet more people. I just need to start practicing it. I need to put this into work. The problem with that was we had no visitors. We had no, there was no other families coming. And so I was like, okay, that's not going to work right now. But uh, when, when the next family comes, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on top of it. Right. Cause like, okay, I'm just going to start learning more skills. So I started talking to my parents a lot about it. I started talking to, um, doing my best to communicate to the people, uh, here in Guatemala in Spanish. I was trying to learn from them as much as I could. But then again, there was, there was no way to apply it. I couldn't, I still couldn't speak Spanish well enough to where I could actually communicate with people. So my only, my only option was the visitors that came down and sadly there weren't that many people coming. So I was like, okay, as soon as they come, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on top of it. I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be applying all these skills, applying all these new things I learned. Uh, eventually after, after the next few months, probably close to a year, uh, more families started coming down. A lot of families don't come down during, during the school year. So it was during the summer. So the next summer, this summer of 2000, uh, 2013, we had an, another few families coming down and I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. And as soon as they came, I kind of, we were, I remember walking down the street. We just left our house walking down the street. It was probably a quarter mile walk, uh, down to where this other family uh, was staying in a hotel. And the entire time I was just freaking out. I was fidgeting. I was, you know, trying to act all confident because my, my family all knew how hard I'd been working on this. So I was trying to act all confident that, oh yeah, all these things I've studied is going to help me tonight. But inside, I was totally freaking out. I was totally insecure. I was, I was terrified. We went, we went out to dinner with this family. And the whole time, I'm just trying to put on a brave face. I'm like repeating the same things over and over in my head. Like, okay, remember to do this. Remember to this. Don't do this. Avoid this. Don't say this. Say this. And just repeating all these things, trying to, trying to make it easier for, me, for myself. But I ended up just uh, psyching myself out. I was just confusing myself, kind of overthinking it. And then I, we sort of got to know them. And then we went back to our house and then back to theirs. They were originally only going to be here in, in town for a few weeks. And so I was like, okay, bum, bummer. I totally just screwed that first, that first interaction. Oh, well. And I was kind of upset with myself. And then the, the next few days I was talking to my mom and she was like, yeah, this other family, the name was the Kellys, uh, who I'm very, very close friends with now. Um, she's like, my mom told me that, yeah, they're going to be staying here for the, another, for another few months. Yeah. We're gonna be seeing them a lot. So I was like, uh, okay, great. I was pretending to be excited, but I was like, oh crap, I'm gonna have to hang out with them again. Like I just totally ruined it. So awkward. I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna try it. So then the next few times hanging out with them, I was, I try to calm myself down. I was like, okay, just, just be natural. Just remember what you learned and just put it into practice. Just start, just act like you were, just act like you did when you were practicing with yourself in the mirror. And I actually did that quite a bit. I would just talk to myself in the mirror. So I went and I just, just did my best and it, and it was hard. I was, I felt very awkward. I felt very shy, but, um, being around these people in this other family, the Dennings I had to come back and my older brother 
to being around them and watching them interact, I just went for it. I was like, okay, you know what? I don't care if they, I don't care if they judge me. I'm just going to go for it. So I went for it and yeah, it was awkward. It was painful. It was uncomfortable. But after a few, after a few weeks, I started to get really, really close to them and I felt really, really um, safe with them. Now it was probably, yeah, probably after a month is when I would say that I had made friends. I was good friends with them. And that was almost, and that was less time than any of the other families had been, but I felt 10 times closer to them. And I was like, okay, what changed? Once, once they went back to the US, I was like, okay, what changed? I got way close to them and it was only a month. I only had 30 days and I got, they're almost, they were my best friends at that point. And I was like, how did that even, how was that even possible? So I was like, okay, I, it was what I learned, right? And I was like, wow, that's mind blown, right? All these, all these amazing things I was learning in books and I was talking to my parents about and I was, I was studying. All those things actually work. And I was kind of like, I was kind of giddy on that for a bit. And then the next, the next problem, the next problem came up. When they went back, I didn't have any way to keep in touch with them. A lot of the people that started coming down, you know, a lot of the kids were older than me who had Facebook and had emails at that point. And I didn't really have any way to keep in touch with them because I didn't have any of those things. And I was like, it was kind of once they left, I'm like, okay, this is it. I'm never going to see you again. You know, have a good life. Um, which was kind of rough because after, after that family, the Kellys, there was more families that were starting to come down. And each time I would try to connect with them and I'll get faster and faster at it. Uh, at making friends, I'll get better and better to where I felt I had, I had quite a few friends and I was proud of myself, but I could never keep in touch with any of them. And that was, that was really rough. So I was like, okay, I got to figure out, I got to figure out a way to get in touch with them. I, I need Facebook. And back then Instagram, Instagram didn't exist or was very, very small. And so no one had Instagram. So I was like, okay, I need Facebook. And I was like, dad, I need, I need a Facebook. And he's like, well, you don't have a phone. Like, okay, I, I can get on the computer. Our computer was like a falling apart laptop that we were all sharing. So we only got a certain amount of time on it every day. But I'm like, okay, I need a Facebook. And he's like, okay, you got to earn it. You got to prove to me that, you know, it's going to be worth something. Like, okay, okay, I will do that. So I was like, okay, in order to earn my Facebook, my Facebook account to keep in touch with my, my friends, I was like, okay, I just got to prove to him that I have a lot of friends and I'm good at making friends. And so I was like, okay, great, let's do this. So the next few families that came down, I was... I was so motivated. Probably wasn't the best motivation thinking back on it, but I was just so motivated to um, become friends with them. I was so, so excited to become friends with them because I knew that something else was coming out of it and not just, um, I, I had something to look forward to because I was like, oh, you know, I, I, once I'm friends with them, then I'll have a Facebook, right? Then I kind of got distracted, totally forgot about the Facebook. I was just distracted and making friends with them. After probably three weeks with this, um, with these few new families, I was, I was close to them and I was like getting faster and faster down to, down to two weeks, then down to probably a week and a half. And then I was like, Whoa, this is, this is awesome. Right. At, at first it would take me several months to become close to people. And I was only taking like a week and a half to become really, really close to them. That was a week and a half of hanging out with them like every day, all day. And I was, I was just, I was just amazed that it worked like that. Right. Then now this is fall of 2016. There was a youth group, a volunteer group that um, my dad co-hosted with Greg Denning, who is um, who was the father of the Denning family, the first the first family that came down to Guatemala. They co-hosted this this uh, humanitarian group from the school Williamsburg Academy, and they came down, and it was kind of the first time I had 
any opportunity at all to meet people because they're only here for 10 days. And I was like, okay, I want to become, become friends with them in these 10 days. And it was my first opportunity to meet people that were that much older than I was. They, then I was, um, <clears throat> I was 12. I had, I had just turned 12 when they came and they were all, the youngest of them was uh, 16, I believe at the time. So was, most of the other families that had come down had kids that were my age. So it was my first time where I was in a group of people where no one was anywhere near my age. So I was like, okay, you know, next big task. This is terrifying. People are way older than I am, but we're just going to go for it. And I just started talking to people. I made a few friends. I wasn't, um, I wasn't around them a whole lot. I didn't participate with them a whole lot, but I made a few friends in that group. I said, like, okay, this is awesome. Kind of kept learning, kept, kept, um, kept studying, kept practicing these skills. And then the next year, in fall of 2017, my family hosted another leadership group, we called it, um, another humanitarian group of youth that came down and lived with us for a week. It was Saturday to Saturday. They arrived Saturday night and they left Saturday morning. So we had one week and I was with them all day, every day. That's kind of how it worked. We were just doing all these workshops. We were um, going on all these tours, doing all this humanitarian work. It was awesome. Then at the end of the week, or I, I, we were going through the week, right? And I was kind of distracted um, with making so many friends. I didn't, I didn't really think about it. It just kind of became natural to me, right? I was just, um, you know, I would had the conflict of, okay, there are other all so much older than I am, but I'm going to overcome this. So I started talking and then I'm like, okay, um, you know, this conflict of, okay, I'm, I'm a little terrified of that guy because he's a big dude and he's very, you know, he's just intimidating looking. So I'm kind of scared to talk to him, but then I was like, okay, here's the plan. I'm going to become friends with a person that's good friends with him. And then I'm going to kind of get to know him, um, by talking to his friend, right. Where I, I talked to his friend a lot and they're like, Hey, what do you think about this? And kind of include him in the conversation. Right. That was, that was my plan. I remember specifically thinking that's, this is my plan. So I started doing that and I just kind of totally forgot about making friends from the logical, the logical side. Right. By the end of the week, I had made the most, the strongest connections I had ever made. And it was probably halfway through the week when I realized it's probably, I think it was Wednesday. And I realized I kind of sat back and I was like, Whoa, what just happened? It's been three days and these are already my best friends on the whole entire world. And not saying that I would have been deprived of friendships up until that point. I hadn't, I had plenty of friends, but I was like, I've gotten so close to these people in so little time. How did that happen? And it just kind of blew me away that looking back on myself a few years earlier, I could barely function in social interaction. I was literally the kid that would hang on to the back of my mother's shirt because I was too afraid to go talk to people. I would just cower and hide whenever people came to our house. I couldn't, I couldn't function in social interactions. And then fast forward two years, I was 13. The youngest of the rest of the group was 16, but I was already, they were already my best friends and they were all, um, three to, uh, six years old, six years older than I was. I was like, how does that, how is that possible? How does that work? And it was, it was a really big aha moment for me where I'm like, social confidence isn't just for a certain age of people. It isn't just for, um, extroverted people. It isn't just for introverted people. It isn't just for people that have had the opportunity to talk to a lot of people, right? It was, it was for everybody. Everybody could learn. It was just a skill. It wasn't some natural God-given talent that some people are born with and some people don't. It was a skill. I just hadn't had much practice with it. A lot of met, people I met had, and that's why they're making friends so quickly. And that, that 
totally blew my mind, right? That I can control this. I, I can learn more. I can practice more and I'll get better at it. That's as simple as that. Now, fast forward another three years to now. I've led and participated in dozens of youth groups and dozens of humanitarian and leadership groups, um, medical groups, dental groups that come down here and do humanitarian work. I've gone on several solo trips to the U.S. just to have or just to go to these specific leadership camps where it's pretty much just meeting people 24-7 for a week straight, right? Um, now, I, all, most of my friends from that, the very first group in 2017, I still keep in contact, um, keep in touch with, there was 18 of them. I still keep in touch with about 12 or 13 of them regularly. That was, that was two years ago. We were hanging out for one week and I still keep in touch with them. Right now, I'm, I've made so many new friends just through social media. I've never met them in person before. And I've already got some of my closest friends are just from that. I've met dozens of people once and I still keep in touch with them and I still consider them close friends. Now, the transformation I had really was after, after kind of thinking about this whole thing and kind of going back over it in my mind, I learned that I wanted to help people learn about social and self-confidence. I, I didn't want just to have, I didn't want to be the only one with self-confidence and the only one that knew how to act in social situations, right? I wanted to share this with, with people. I, then that kind of became my passion. I just wanted to share. So in the last few, last few groups we had, that was my favorite thing was being able to share with other people all the things I've learned. Hey, guess what about this crazy new thing I just learned about social confidence? And most of the time people are like, uh, okay, yeah, great. I don't, I don't really care, right? Because they didn't think they need, they thought that they didn't need it. But I was like, guys, social confidence is something everybody needs. This is so important. And then no one really understood why I was, I was just kind of, you know, just going on and on about all these, all these crazy things that they didn't even understand. And I was like, whoa, you know, it was a slow process for me. I can't just expect someone to now all of a sudden understand that social confidence is something everybody, not everybody, um, or that everybody can learn. It's not just some, some talent, right? So that was the big transformation for me. I learned, I just discovered recently that I was, my passion is helping people learn about social and self-confidence. I can't just tell them about it. I have to help them learn. I have to help guide people through the same process that I went through, hopefully in a lot less time, right? For me, it took four to five to six years to become super shy to making friends in a matter of hours, right? Most of the time, sometimes even minutes, right? I wanted to help bring people through that process with me. But I think the biggest, the biggest thing I learned, the most important thing I learned over that is I learned to love myself and to enjoy my own company. For the longest time, before, before we had other friends, before I started learning about this, way back in 2011, 2012, Whenever I was by myself, I was so bored. I hated it. Not just because I liked being around people, because I also hated being around people because I was terrified. I just didn't enjoy my own company, right? Which kind of sounds kind of cheesy, but it was true. I didn't, I didn't like hanging out with myself. I was like, okay, you're kind of a boring dude, Sam. Why are you, why are you so boring? Come on, entertain me. And it was, I didn't really understand myself in that way. 
I, I didn't love myself like I did or like I do now. That's been the most important thing that I've learned and the only and the most important thing that I hope you guys are getting out of this is that you are the you are the construct of your own thoughts and your own actions. You can learn to love yourself. You can learn to enjoy your own company. You can learn social confidence. All of these things are if you decide to change, if you decide to do them. No one else is going to do this for you. It has to be something that you decide to change, something you decide to do, something you decide to start feeling or thinking. I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of my podcast, Social Confidence by Teens for Teens. I hope you got out a lot out of it. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope to see you guys back here tomorrow for the next episode. See you guys later. Bye.